Before we sing hymn 685, would you like to adjust your seat once again? If possible, just move to the central part. Alright, uh, unless there's, it's a must, then you can sit on the side rows, but if possible, try to move to the central. Alright, let's turn to hymn 685. We only sing the stanza 1, 4, 5, no, 5, 6, 7, okay? Only four verses. Dear Lord, it is our privilege that we can be at your table. 
Feast after feast, we are doing so in remembrance of you. Thank you, Lord. You did speak to us through your token of love. Now we pray that you continue to speak to us through your word. Review your heart to us, Lord. We thank you. It is you who institute this supper. It is you who established this table. You not only let us to learn how to worship you, you also want us to learn how to fellowship one with another. Thank you, Lord. This is indeed a time that heaven is on heaven on earth. We give you all thanksgiving and praise. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's turn to First uh, Corinthians chapter eleven. Now we only read the last phrase of verse 20. The Lord's Supper. Now here we have a term called the Lord's Supper. Then verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which we was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, The cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until it comes. Then verse 31. But if we judge ourselves rightly, uh, no, sorry, um, no, sorry, verse 29. For he who eats and drinks, eats and drinks judgment to himself, he does not discern the body. Now here, you do not have the word of the Lord. Means it, here in Greek is not the body of the Lord. No. In other words, in Greek is to dis, uh, is discern body, discern the body. Then chapter ten. 
，第十节，第十章。Verse twenty-one. We only single out single out one phrase there. We just read one sentence. The table of the Lord. That is the table. So in chapter eleven, the supper of the Lord, the Lord's supper. That in the eleventh chapter is the Lord's supper. Chapter ten, the Lord's table. The eleventh chapter is the Lord's table. Then verse sixteen. Ah, the sixth. Is not the cup of blessing which we bless a communion or in communion in the blood of Christ? It is not the bread which we break a sharing a communion in the body of Christ. Now we know the word communion in Greek simply means fellowship. Now we know the word communion in Greek simply means fellowship. Now one translation translated as a sharing in the blood. That 有一个翻译里面所提到的就是在血里面的一种分享 Or we or is not that the bread a bread we which we break a sharing in the body of Christ. 那就是我们所祝福的杯岂不是在基督里的一种分享 Since there is no one one bread, we who are many are one body, for we are all partake. Of one bread. We so here we have the word partake, partaking. We all partake of one bread. So if we combine to chapter ten and chapter eleven together, we have the Lord's Supper and the Lord's Table. Lord's Supper teaches us how to worship. And Lord's Table teaches us how to fellowship. Worship is something vertical. And fellowship is something horizontal. We are so many, yet one body. We all partake of one bread. So by the grace of the Lord, we still continue to dwell on this very important theme, fellowship. We have the many wonderful fellow, wonderful uh, message given just concerning this great topic. But when uh, when I was before the when I was before the Lord. Now I felt that somehow I have a a portion being given by the Lord. Now I would like just to share just one aspect, very simple one. Now if Lord be merciful, I don't want to make it theoretical. By the grace of the Lord, we would like to be a very practical thing. So my my burden is how can we fellowship at the Lord's table? That my burden is how can we fellowship at the Lord's table? Now Paul has given us very important key. 
From chapter 11, we know that when we come to the Lord's table or Lord's Supper, we have to prepare ourselves. The church in Corinth, in the time of Paul, they did not prepare well. So remember, brother and sister, if we want to learn how to worship or how to fellowship, we have always have to prepare ourselves. So my question is how we are going to prepare ourselves. Now Paul especially talked about to discern the body. To discern the body means to recognize the body. When you are sitting here at the Lord's table, when we enjoy Lord's Supper, do you recognize the body? Now Paul purposely did not say the body of the Lord. If he said the body of the Lord, then it's only referred to the Lord's Supper. From the context, you know that. You know the the bread actually is represent the body of Christ, body of our Lord. And which has been broken for you and for me. So we know that story. But because chapter 10 and chapter 11 is a one piece. Because there are two aspects of the Lord's table. On the one hand, the supper. Our worship. On the other hand, the table. Our fellowship. So these two are intertwined. They are somehow linked together. You can never separate them. If you have a real worship before the Lord. Then you will have a real fellowship with your brothers and sisters. If you never forgive your brother or sisters, now how can you tell me that your worship is without any interruption? How can you say that you have no shadow, nothing between you and your Lord? So brother sister, if something between you and your brother or your sister, I just cannot imagine how can you have a wonderful fellowship with your master. Because the Lord said, Now when you present a gift, when you come to the temple to present something to the Lord, this is the act of worship. You want to give something to the Lord. Now, before the Lord is about to receive your gift, then the Lord said to the disciple, If you think of somebody who is murmured against you, now, lay aside your gift. Don't worship so hurriedly. Now go and be reconciled with him or with her. So you see, brothers and sisters, remember you never separate fellowship from worship. 
If you have something wrong with your life of fellowship, for sure something wrong with your worship. So may the Lord really speak to our hearts. So chapter 10, chapter 11, you can never be separated. And discern the body. That's a preparation. Do you see that? Now you come to worship. But then the Lord reminds you. How about that memory from your brother or your sister? So go and reconcile with him or with her. When you obey, then you come to the presence of the Lord. That fellowship, that worship is so sweet. You see, brother and sister, now as you, you, you will see that's completely different. So that's why we have to prepare ourselves. So I remember last time when I share, I talk, especially I talk about this respect. But now, this morning, I would like to go one step further. Now, when you come to this meeting, the breaking of bread meeting, now, brother, you know that we are doing so in remembrance of the Lord. So how? Now, of course, Bible never tells us how. But one thing we know, according to First uh, Corinthians chapter 14, now, Holy Spirit will be our conductor. He will be our director. Now, when we come to the Lord's table, how we are going to, uh, to uh, do this in remembrance of Him? And then, according to the Word, now, when the Holy Spirit is moving, then somehow someone has to stand up, has to utter his praise. Because somehow he has been touched by the Holy Spirit. Somehow the love really touched him so deeply. You see, brothers, then he has to obey the anointing of the Lord. It is not that he wants to show himself. I know someone wonderful in English. And someone wonderful voice. Now this is not time for you to show yourself. This is the only meeting that our Lord Jesus will receive everything. Now for other meetings, like a Bible study, you receive something. In our prayer meeting, we also receive something. Now, only this meeting, now, brothers and sisters, our Lord will receive something. Think about it. We ought to give the Lord all the praise and the thanksgiving. How dare we to demonstrate ourselves? To show off something of our good, uh, our, our good points. And then afterwards, people, oh, he, he, he gave the thanksgiving in such a wonderful way. No, brother, in this meeting, there's only one center. Christ is only the center. 
Our praise and our thanksgiving, our prayer, our singing, all surrounding the throne of God. Seriously, brothers and sisters, this is the only meeting which is 100% Christ-centered. We are invited to His table. We are guests. Do you see that he is the he is the center of attraction? Now that's that that's worship. So we do this in remembrance of him. Now when we see the bread bread and we see the cup. Do you see? So that's the difference from other time of our worship. Today people talk about worship. And especially, you know, in many other gatherings, you know, they, they have the music from the beginning. They say, we worship. Now, thank the Lord for that worship. But now there's one kind of worship. When you see the token of love. When you see the bread, when you see the cup. That's different. When you have this scene. Now immediately you are reminded. This bread really represents the body of Christ, of our Lord. The cup, the blood. You see the separation of these two elements. Then you see the displaying of the death of our Lord. Brothers and sisters, how you see it? When you see the token of love, now brothers, unless you are not saved, unless you never know what the Lord has done for you, so brothers, when you see the token of love, you don't need anyone to tell you, please say something. If you know that how great is the love of Christ, you never worry about how you are going to say something. You never worry about your grammar. Now, brothers and sisters, now it is not that your brother wants to hear your prayer. It is our Lord want to hear your worship. Can we have a real worship before His presence? If you are among the brothers and sisters, you may pretend something. You worry about your image. brothers, think about it. When you see the token of love, we are not privileged like, like John. John was standing under the shadow of the cross. When he saw that cross, when he saw Jesus die for him on the cross, when he heard Jesus saying, I thirst, we are not John. We didn't see that cross. But we see the bread and we see the loaf. So brothers, it's spontaneously. Now it is that love touch your heart, move your lips, and then you pray. Brothers and sisters, how many of you 
when we come to the Lord's table, now remember, this is not our table, it is His table. He deserves all our praise and thanksgiving. So why, if we still keep silent, remember, even the stone will shout it out. Stone cannot speak. But now, when stone think that we are able to speak, we even don't have a one sentence of thanks to the Lord. Brothers, sisters, now, thank the Lord. If you really know how much He has done for us, you give thanksgiving. Now, you don't have to pray, you don't have to ask people to, to help you, no. Isn't that difficult just to thank you to the Lord? Brothers, sisters, if we really stand up, even even your English is so terrible. But brothers, tell your Lord, give to the Lord the praise. With your broken English. Brothers, sisters, now do you know that how much our Lord will receive the comfort? So, brothers and sisters, now if we know that this nature of the breaking of bread, our praise is spontaneous. Our singing is spontaneous. And, uh, brothers and sisters, now through the prayer, through singing, or through Bible reading, for example, today there was an illustration. Now, when some brother was touched by the Lord, he reminded of one passage. He just read a lot, that's it. You see, brothers, now you see, if he has a word to, to, to praise, and then go ahead and praise. Or he sit down, the other brother sister will catch it and the praise. Brother, sister, like Psalm 22. If someone just read two or three passages, Psalm 22, how wonderful it is. Or someone stand up and read Isaiah 53. Again, we are reminded by the love of Christ. So, brother, sister, do you see that? That's wonderful worship. Do this in remembrance of Him. However, Paul tells us we ought to discern the body. We have to recognize that. This is the body of our Lord. Who has broken for us? But that's only one aspect. There another aspect. Even we are so many, we are one body. We are partaking of one love. So not only worship and also fellowship. So you see, brothers, now we have to recognize this. So for that, of course, we prepare. Now we have seen that wonderful hymn by Horatio Bonnard. You know, sometimes we sing this hymn every week. But for the, uh, for the Church of Scotland, 
And it's different. Because according to John Knox, they only break other bread every season. So they will have the Lord's table only four times in the whole year. So you see, so every every season they come together. It's really like a feast. So feast after feast. And they have a wonderful Lord's table together. And then they have a whole weekend together. They also have a wonderful message. The Lord speaks to the people. So that Church of Scotland. That's why Horatio Bonar gave us this wonderful hymn. But then you will ask one question. Why every season? According to the Bible, it's every week. The first day of the week. So it's very simple, brothers. Then why people suggest for once for uh, four seasons? Now because just because the word from the Bible. Because Paul did did warn us we should prepare ourselves. We should discern the body. So that's why they think one week is enough. One week is enough to prepare ourselves. And one month is not enough to purify ourselves. So probably take a four month, uh, three months for us to become holy. Then we discern the body. Then we come to the table. And then they have a wonderful feast. Now, that church of Scotland. But if you go back to the Bible. Now, the word of God is very clear. Every week we come together. We do this in remembrance of Him. Why? Because this is the this is the commandment of the Lord. One week should be enough. Brothers and sisters. For your own sake, for your own problem. If you have some problem between you and your husband, or you and your children, now brothers, the Bible said, if you are angry, you should not sin. Sometimes we are so angry that we sin. Now parents sometimes discipline the children. They have every right to be angry. But remember, sometimes we are angry, actually we sin. And not only that, you should never nourish your anger after sunset. Do you see, brothers and sisters? In another words, we have many problems. We are angry every day. Some people are very easy to get angry. Now in the office, at home, you know, 
angry all the time. So you build up all your 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 pressure, pressure. No wonder we have high blood pressure. But you see, God tried to help you to lower your pressure. So only one way out is this. You have to solve that problem every day. Do you see? Before sunset, that's it. When you see the sun is setting, the Lord said, no, no, no more angry. If you're angry again, sing against God. Do you see that, brothers? When you're angry, nothing wrong with it. But when the Lord said, that's enough. Do you see sunset? Alright, that's it. No more. Now you should not nourish your anger. So every day, brothers and sisters, and uh, as if after the whole day, uh, you just like a blow the bubble, blow the bubble. balloon, balloon, balloon. Yes. Now you see because the pressure inside bigger and bigger, then it's even bigger and bigger. So when the sun is setting. Now Holy Spirit uses a nail, small nail. Just touch it. Of course you have to obey. If you just obey, that's it. That's so no more. Then you forgot. You see, because the Lord you have to forget and forget. And tomorrow another anger, another problem. But at the sunset, again, no, no more. But this way you don't build up your pressure. Some people they are so depressed. You know why? Because they were oppressed by all his surroundings. Brothers, our Lord has a solution for you. Very simple. Obey. Just obey the Lord. So, this is the individual life. Now, how about corporate life? The same thing, brother. Yes, you have fun with your brother or sisters. Oh, sometimes you think, oh, he hurt me. That keep me whole night unsleeped. Now, tomorrow I'm going to say something that will keep me whole week sleepless. Now, brother, yes, you can do that here and there. I still remember when I was in college, when I was hurt once, I really prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, as a Christian, I will never revenge. As a Christian, I should not just say I say something back. But I, I was hurt so deeply. So please, tomorrow give me one day break. Just 24 hours. After 24 hours, I will become Christian again. I know it cannot be a Christian and you also do that impossible. But brother, sister, you see, we may have the problem. But thank God. And one word really came from the Lord. And that's in Gospel of John. A soldier peace into his side. 
draw out blood and water. Brother sister, your brother and sister, somehow put something pierced into your heart. draw out our anger. The blood and water. Blood means to forgive. And water means to supply. Brothers sisters, what is love? Love is long suffering. That's blood. And kind. That's water. So, brothers, by this way, we love one another. So, again, we have many problems. Now, if you don't come to the meeting, no problem. You stay in your home, I stay in my home. Now you love the Lord, I love the Lord. So, you clean this, and we all do the same cleaning. So, I think you, you should clean this way, right? You should do this and you do that. And then you have some kind of conflict. And sometimes you are not careful, you offend your brother sisters. So brother sisters, we are hurt during the week when you are interact, interact with your brother sisters. Because we belong to the one body of Christ. And we are so close. Sometimes sometime when, uh, when you are eating, you are eating in such a hurry, and sometimes you read, I think the, uh, the, your teeth really bite, bite your tongue. Now why? Because you are so close. Your teeth never bite your toes. That's too far. So, brother, sisters, for sure you love the brother, sister in Shanghai. They are far from you. For sure you love brother Paul because already in glory. But the problem is your brother, your sister just beside you. You are so closed. You see, now when you in the beginning, all you love one another, almost like a honeymoon time. Not, but gradually you discover the problem with that brother and sister. And then gradually you lose your patience. But you still have to pretend that you are very nice to him or to her. So, brother and sister, but remember, that's the body of Christ. But then there is a solution, brother. When you uh, when you have a problem with your brother searchers, you will never longer than one week. I cannot understand. Many brothers and sisters, they refuse to forgive their brother and sisters. One year, two years, three years. Is it possible, brothers? If they are normal Christians, brothers, they come to the Lord's table, has time to forgive and forget. It's all gone. No more pressure build up. 
Why the church cannot go on today? Brothers and sisters, the reason is this. It's all because of the inner conflict. Some undercurry here and there. These are all good brothers and sisters. These are the children of the church. All wonderful sisters. All wonderful brothers. They cannot be one. In theory, yes. In reality, no. Why? Why, brothers? If they really know the meaning of the Lord's table, if they really discern the body, how can you afford not to forgive your brother and sister? So, brothers, that's the meaning. Prepare yourself. That's the meaning. Discern the body. So that's why it's not four months, three months. That's too long. God knows our limit. With our individual life, you have to solve the problem daily. With the saints, with the brothers and sisters, you have to solve it every week. Brothers, how can you offer your praise and thanksgiving? How can you present your gift? And you still someone is murmuring against you. Not that's impossible. So brother, when you come together, when you pass on the bread, I take one part. That brother who's Murmur against me also like another part. We are partaking of one love. One body. Do you see? Do you know that we belong to one body? Now brothers. Yes, sometimes the teeth bites our tongue. Why don't you say sorry? Brother, sister, isn't that too difficult for you? Oh, you are too proud to do that. You always have a throne. You all, you while you want everybody to respect you. Now, sometimes it is humiliating for you to say, "I'm sorry." Brothers, in this the working of the cross, we talk of the cross all the time. We have only theory, never reality. That's why we never grow. After ten years, think about it. Look at the past ten years. Look at the past five years. How much we grow in the Lord? But thank you, bro. thank the Lord, brother. We do find some brothers they really grow fast. Probably one year ago, when he says something, you you know, it it never touch you. But then, when the Lord did something, to your surprise, and just because they go through this wonderful discipline before them, and then they really learn. And then they will grow. So brothers, very simple. 
Now you are here many, many years. Not important thing is this. Do you think you really grow before the Lord? Whether you grow or not, other people notice it. Do you see that? That's very important. You need to grow in the Lord. So may the Lord speak to us. If we are being dealt by the Lord every day, According, uh, as far as our individual life is concerned, or, uh, and also, and also, well, let's try to be dealt by the Lord every week. That's will be completely different. So discern the body is very important. When you break the bread, you see the body. Not yourself, brother. Some people are so self-centered. When he pray, everybody has to say amen. If you don't say amen, he just sit down and don't pray, and next time no, don't pray anymore. So, you are not that important. Now, I tell you that after the marriage, I think one of the most uh, best words from my wife is this. That's a very important reminder. She always said, you are not that important. Now, Holy Spirit had to remind us, you are not that important. You think of yourself too highly. You should think your brother sister highly. Brothers, you only deserve recognize yourself. You don't recognize the body. When you pray, you want to pray wonderfully. You want a prayer that everybody prays about it. No, brothers. Body. When you pray, you do not pray alone. You, when you pray, you follow another prayer. Do you see that? That's body. That's fellowship. If you only pray, only pray a wonderful prayer, you worship without fellowshipping. But is it possible to worship and fellowship at the same time? You see, brothers, when you are alone, you say, Lord, I thank you so much. But when you are at the Lord's table, when you pray, when you pray, think about it, you will never, never say, I thank you. You discern the body. You say, We thank you. So, brother, when you pray, not only you pray, the whole body prays. That's why they say Amen. Do you see the brothers? That's very important. Now, what so important thing is, this is not individual prayer. This is the corporate prayer. And your prayer is only one part of it. I have one part. Just like I have one part in the loaf. So even in this prayer and thanksgiving, you are only a part. I'm only a part. But brothers, now you see, need Holy Spirit put all these parts together. Like an orchestra play a symphony. 
Think about it. The different music instruments. That so have different instruments. And but they all look at, at the conductor. They all look at the conductor. And now each one try to play to to each instrument have、uh, have some music. That so the music have have their own music. But remember, it's such a harmony. It's such a harmony. You heard the board. You heard it. You never heard it. You never heard it. That that's most beautiful, bro. That's harmony. That's very good. In another word, you have the contribution. That you have your own contribution. You may be wonderful solo. 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 So see, brothers and sisters. Now today, when we come together, if we have any hymns, when we sing together, now brothers, it is not only you sing. Do you see? Now when we sing a hymn, we know that whether you are worshiping or fellowshiping. When you sing a hymn, we know that whether you are worshiping or fellowshiping. Some people neither worship nor fellowship. Their mind is wandering around. To, to Tokyo, Taipei, many other places. They just sing the hymn. It's just like they go to any gathering, they have to sing the hymn anymore. Anyway. No, brothers. If you have to prepare yourself, you have discerned the body. You are the or you sing. Other brothers also sing. And then who will hear that singing? Of course, it's our Lord. Now, if it is our Lord, you have to give the best of your voice. You have to sing most beautifully. Now, I know some brother or sister always sing out of tune. Now it's all right. If you always sing out of tune, now because this is not your private. Meditation or private devotion. Because this is not your own time. Or if you at home, you can sing loudly out of tune. That you in your own home, you can sing loudly out of tune. Only your husband suffers. Only your husband suffers. Or only your children suffer. Or only your children suffer. Or you enjoy in the presence of the Lord. Or you enjoy in the presence of the Lord. So you almost your spirit almost raptured. Through singing, you see, you almost forget yourself. Through singing, you see, you almost forget yourself. That's wonderful. That's worship. That's worship. But that's not worship and fellowship. So if the worship and the fellowship, now brothers, when you come to the meeting, if you know that you are singing out of tune, yes, you should worship, no problem. But because your brother and sister, because you discern the body, you still can sing. So why don't you lower down your tone? Do you see that you don't want your brother sister to suffer? Do you see that? But another thing, you can be corrected. Do you see what I mean? And sometimes when we have a when we have a when we sing a hymn, now why we need music? Music means what? Means that we will do something together. We'll play game together. But then there's some have some rule of the game. So if we sing some hymn, we have a rule here. Brother, this music is a rule. 
Especially Chinese speaking brothers and sisters. They never respect the rule. They always sing their own tune. I tell you the wonderful story. When I visit when I visit uh, Paris. They're a group of brothers and sisters. They uh, actually came from Wenzhou. Wenzhou. Because they were they don't speak French, they only speak Wenzhouese. So now they have to worship the Lord, they have come together. So they import everything from Wenzhou. You see, even the hymn book, everything. They, they, so when you go to uh, Paris, when you meet with them, give, giving you the impression as if you are already in still in Wenzhou. I must tell you, brothers and sisters, now, they have about 100 brothers and sisters, and they take two hours to break the bread. Now, I, I was not exaggerating. Every one of them opened their mouth. Now, sometimes you wonder, these brothers are very simple. They were tailors, or they were uh, cook and others. Now, but the brothers and sisters, somehow you were so surprised. At the Lord's table, they really offered the Lord wonderful praise, one after another. Oh, then you know they are alive. I dare not to say any more. Even meeting full of life, brothers and sisters, now you will discover that's the presence of the Lord. Not only I have the feeling, even Brother Kong and the other, they have the exact same feeling. But one thing is different. They wonderful in giving the praise and the thanksgiving. But when they come to the singing, then you're all in trouble. Everybody is so singing his own tune. They all enjoy. Think about it. They have a wonderful fellowship. Worship them. They worship the Lord. But they forgot. If they sing, they have to obey the law. Do you see that? When Holy Spirit is moving, now there is some law there. But if we discern the body, at least, brothers and sisters, now, when we sing the hymn, we should sing according to the law. Not only the music, and also write a beat. Sometimes you should stop somewhere, you should stop. We all stop, and then because we sing in a wonderful way, then brothers, that's fellowship. Do you see that? We are not a people who enjoy just music, no. Because when we come together, we discern the body. So that's why when we sing the hymn, we definitely we try to follow the music. So by this way, we really fellowship. 
You see, we can sing together. And then gradually the spirit will come out from there. So that's very, very important. That's why we need to prepare. That's why, brother, sister, you have to work hard to impossible try to uh, to to practice. Now, especially I know uh, some Chinese-speaking brother sister they meet in the Sunday afternoon. Now, Sunday meeting is really happy. You're breaking the bread, then the message. So in the afternoon, you have to do something lightly. Of course, nothing wrong to uh, to study topic or study Bible. That's all wonderful. But least, brother sister, this is really good time for us to learn the music correctly. Then our meeting will be completely different. So you see, brother sister, of course, for the Western people, for our English speaking people, because they are musical, there's no problem. But brothers, if we talk about fellowship, if we long to have fellowship with the brother and the sisters, no doubt, brother and sisters, it's, cle- it's clearly we have to prepare ourselves. And unfortunately, here it's different. You see, we have all the hymn book prepared there. So after the meeting, you return there. I don't think many people who have, have bought any, who have this hymn book like this at home. Now, I know, uh, especially when I was young, I remember every time when you go to the meeting, two things you had to carry with you. Bible and hymn book. Now in the meeting like they never provide any hymn book or any Bible. But that's United States different. People think that to carry this are the burden, you see. And also to carry the Bible everywhere. People all these are Christians. So the best way is that when you come to the meeting, now even in the bank, here you have to get from there, here, somehow you even put at the bench. So you have your Bible, you have a hymn. When you go home, no Bible, no hymns. So now you can understand. These people are only weekend Christian, only Sunday morning Christians. They study Bible, they sing the hymn. Only Lord's Day. Brother sisters. Of course, we think of brother sister really to travel from far far. So we really pray to provide a wonderful hymn book. Hymns. But brother, today I think many of us have our own Bible, no doubt about that. But how many of us really have our own hymn book? If you have your own hymn book, you can put some note there. Now, what are the good hymns that probably next time you can you can call that hymn? Now, this belongs to everybody. You cannot do anything with it. But brothers, I just wonder, how are you going to have wonderful communion with the Lord? 
In your private devotion, without reading the Bible, without singing a hymn, you see, is it possible? So, if we really try to establish our devoted life before Christ, before the Lord, every day you don't have TikTok. We are all busy, brothers. Every morning, before you go to work, 20 minutes, just 20 minutes. Probably you just read one chapter of New Testament. And then you sing some hymn before the Lord. Many hymns very good privately when you sing them. Then, brothers, not you not only touch by the word of God, you also touch by the the word from Him. So through Him, you were through the help of Him. You have wonderful communion with the Lord. When my parents reached almost ninety, they lost their memory. Uh, one thing for sure. When they were young, they recite they recite many wonderful hymns. So sometimes when they two sit together as if they have nothing to say or nothing to do. But then they sing the hymn. They remember those hymns. And brothers and sisters. And when my father is almost Almost going to the Lord. It was the hymn who really accompanied my father. From the best side. Those are the hymns they loved when they were young. So, brothers and sisters, now I just wonder how a Christian, now at home, when you have a wonderful. Uh, when you are in the in the presence of the Lord, you can have something no Bible, no hymn. Of course, some people say, "Oh, I don't need the Bible." The Bible verse is already in my mind. That's wonderful. Now, yesterday, uh, I know some uh, with, with some young kids, you know, very young. They really uh, write something. I am a church study tour as someone very diligent. And then one a mother asked one of the boy older. Look, look these people they do the they do this quite easy. They do they write. Oh he said, I don't have to do it. I have very good memory. So you see brother, yes, okay. If you really have good memory, good. You don't need the Bible, you don't need a hymn book. So I think it's a very good habit. If you really have your own hymn book, then before you come to the meeting, now brother, you already prepare well. If today the Spirit of the Holy Spirit really lead us to the direction of love, now you know some good hymn of love. If the Holy Spirit leads us to the direction of the name of the Lord. So there are some wonderful hymns in the hymn book. So then you should be able to prepare well. 
Now the time is gone today. Actually, originally I think I like to go through this hymn with you. Now you don't have to. Now important thing for the Lord's table, you don't need all the hymns here. You only need 222 hymns. The first 222, that's enough. But then, of course, some hymns about the Lord's name, about the glory of the Lord. Now, of course, if you want to read it one by one, it's very difficult. If you want to prepare well, it's very, very difficult. So, if I will be given the time, I will I try to go through with you. For example, about the glory of the Lord. Now in the church history, definitely you can find the two best hymns. One was by John Nelson Darby, another one by Isaac Watts. And then you see that these these hymns are wonderful hymns. But remember, these hymns are most difficult to write. Now sometimes we sing short choruses. Now, very simple. Music is wonderful. But that, of course, then you see is a violation of one phrase of another. Now, this is called spiritual song. Now, we know spiritual song has its own value, no doubt about that. But brothers, today, if you want to have a wonderful hymn of praise, now, for example, uh, uh, Crosby gave us a wonderful hymn. Uh, for example, uh, la, 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 that's a good hymn. But brothers, you find that there are this is a hymn of praise. But if you want to see if there any good contents in it, because to pray is an art. Now you see, sometimes, for example, your wife's cook something for you. Of course, now you, be, you start to praise. Oh, you say this is this is the this is a dish I have never tasted before. Now that's praise. Do you see? But remember. Because you try to please your wife. So you say something, oh, I never have such a dish before. Now in the United States, you had learned this art to please everybody. You know, especially after the meeting. I'm not talking here, other places. Now many people will come to the pastor. Oh, this is the wonderful, I've never, the message I've never heard about. It. Oh, how come the Lord never opened my eyes before? Now, when you say that, oh, the, you see the pastor is so happy. That's praise. So, so he's flattered. You see, you, see, you see, brother, sister, remember, that's praise, yes. We ought to give our praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. But of course, if you say to your your wife, oh, this is a dish I've never eaten before. Now you are in trouble. 
You're from now on, every meal you have that dish. So for whole week, for whole month, the same dish. Because you said that's the dish you never eat before. You see, my brother, sisters. Now, when you we give our praise to the Lord, you need revelation. The reason you praise to the Lord, you know His life. You know his work. So, brothers, based on his work, you discover the wonderful points of the work. Sometimes, when your wife prepares a dish, now you know that. It cannot prepare just one day. Especially Chinese dish. And sometimes it will take one week to do it. So you see, brothers, you don't have to say this dish I never eat before. Now you just say something, oh, this must be difficult, this must be for a whole week. Where do you get that material? So then if you appreciate the point, you appreciate because this is something real, it's not something unreal. Do you see, if this is ugly, you say it's ugly. If it's beautiful, it's beautiful. But sometimes we call ugly beautiful. That's not real, brother. Sometimes we only use words to praise our Lord. But that's all. That's it. That's all. I know. If you read these hymns, you know these hymns are full of revelation. And Darby, he has eye problem. So he was put in a dark room. Now one day, the message of chapter 5 of Revelation came to him. Then he wrote a wonderful hymn. Fourteen stanzas. And it called endless song. As if when you sing the hymn is endless song. But now it has been chosen seven of them. Seven stanzas. According to Watchman he said, I never found in the 2,000 years church history a hymn so wonderful about the Lord's about the glory. So, brother, if you want to learn how to praise, if you read that hymn, now, brothers, now we begin to see that it takes revelation. So, not only him, and also Isaac Watch, and also wonderful him there. Now, brother, sister, we at least we need some common sense about the best hymn of praise in our hymn book. Because when you see that hymn, because the Lord used that hymn from, uh, uh, again and again and again. Hey, almost everywhere. And touch everybody's spirit. So if we really enter into the spirit, enter into the contents of that hymn, we have a wonderful fellowship. Then, based on the contents of that hymn, Holy Spirit, touch your heart. You must have something to praise, to give to, give to the Lord. So brothers, don't one hymn right after another. 
You have to give it time to the brothers and sisters. To be touched by the Holy Spirit. To follow the, the, what the Holy Spirit is saying through the hymn. And one after another. So probably after five or six prayers. Then someone else also touched by another hymn. So the Either Sunday after no meeting, or in a home fellowship. Now, in the beginning, at least we should be able to sing, learn some hymn together. Then, when we come to the Lord's table, we can share it together. And for the young people, brothers. And I was touched last time uh, in our in our uh, gospel meeting. Some young people prepare very well. And the need never come here. They were not quiet. If only in the quiet, it's Now, if quiet, it means you show something to the people. They sit there. They did not wear some kind of uniform, no. But now they pray for these people. And they want to sing something, try that hymn, some hymn really touch their hearts. Brother, sister, think about it. These people, they practice their hymns. Not try to show themselves. They practice their hymn, they try to win people to Christ. Now, young people, are you willing? To learn these hymns. Hymns of praise. And especially you can see in harmony. Especially in four parts. Someone solo, someone alto, someone bass, someone uh, tenor, for example. Now, for other brothers, it's probably very difficult. For young people, there's no problem with you. Now, you can sit scattered. You don't have to sit together. But when we sing this hymn, wonderful harmony. Brothers sisters, why you are singing to the Lord? You are not singing to the brothers and sisters. Now, brothers and sisters, if you really prepare yourself well, because you discern the body, now, then, our breaking of bread will be completely different. When people can come to our midst, they see this is worship. This is also fellowship. Oh, brothers and sisters, the fellowship of a body of Christ. The most simple and most basic expression is at in, in the during during the breaking of bread. So may the Lord really speak to us. So let's have seasonal prayer before
devotion, our worship on an individual basis. But Lord, you have called us to Lord your table, that together we may learn to appreciate you. Together, Lord, we may learn how to worship you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have called us not only to put peace to each day to deal with our sins, but Lord, individually, but also together, we may learn how to forgive one another, to love one another. Lord, we thank you, Lord, it is, Lord, in being together, Lord, that even our own spiritual life individually, Lord, is being put to test, Lord, is being, Lord, challenged. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, so much that, Lord, you have grace in your body, Lord, so that we can together learn how to, how to love you, how to love one another, Lord, how to worship you, and Lord, together, Lord, we can really be, Lord, the body that can, can manifest you, Lord, so that you can be pleased, that you can be glorified. Dear Lord, who are we? Lord, that you want to hear our prayers. You want to hear our singing. Lord, we just pray that we learn how to. of your glory, your testimony. And Lord, today we thank you for giving us again to be your spirit to touch our hearts. And Lord, today we want to, one more time, that to offer ourselves to you. And Lord, today we want to follow you and, and let the spirit lead us. And we learn how to fellowship, how to worship you. Amen. And Lord, we want to give the, the thanksgiving and praises from our hearts, not from the wonderful works, but Lord, because you pour your hearts for us. And that
our brother to share a message in terms of uh, the hints. Just so that you don't know that uh, one of our brothers in our midst uh, who really has a heart uh, for the Lord made copies of uh, the, the hints uh, in a disc. Each disc contains all the hints uh, in the melody uh, in the uh, MP3, no, uh, MP3 forms. So if you, like me, don't know how to sing and has no sense of the music, this is a disc that you should, uh, uh, you should get, and it is free. Uh, so we thank the Lord for that brother and also here are two boxes, uh, one box here and also another box over there. So uh, there are more than 100 uh, uh, discs uh, in each box, so uh, feel free to retrieve uh, uh, for your family. And, for your and also for the hymn book, uh, we understand that you may want to have one copy for your own, but you don't know where to order. So if you want to have one copy at your home, um, uh, you can let me know. Uh, I'll drop down your name, and we can order uh, uh, together. Uh, okay, so there are two, uh, one box here, one box over there, and let me know your name, and uh, so we can order it for you.